Welcome, welcome, welcome. And I thank you so much for joining Rusty Moy, your host of the hour of this amazing platform, podcast, and I would say informative system. In episode 102, I'm still going to continue on having discussions about abortion. But now I'm switching gears, tracking the states where abortion is now banned. With everything going on, we got to be clear, but we got to bring it back to Roe versus Wade. And I'm going to dive right in. Most abortions are now banned in at least 13 states as laws, restricting the procedure taking effect following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. Georgia also banned abortion at about six weeks of pregnancy before many women know they are pregnant. In many states, the fight over abortion access is still taking place in courtrooms where advocates have sued to block enforcement of laws that restrict the procedure. Well, I will say this. The New York Times is tracking abortion laws in each state since the Supreme Court decision, Dubs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, which ended in the Constitution right on an abortion. The legal status of an abortion, about half of the states are expected to enact bans and abortion or other gas station limits on the procedure. In some of these states, abortion remains legal for now as courts determine whether existing or new bans can affect. In the rest of these states, abortions are legal but may still be restricted or access may otherwise be limited. So I'm going to dive into it. Alabama is banded. Abortion is banded with no exception for rape or incest. Arkansas is banded. Abortion is banded with no exception for rape or incest. Okay, state by state. Idaho, banded. Nearly all abortions are banded, but a federal judge has blocked a piece of the law ruling that doctors could not be punished for performing an abortion to protect a patient's health. Abortion advocates and the Department of Justice have sued to challenge the bans. Kentucky, banded. Abortion is banded with no exceptions for rape or incest. Louisiana, banded. Abortion is banded with no exceptions of rape or incest. Mississippi, banded. Abortion is banded with exceptions for rape but not incest. Missouri, banded. Abortion with no exception for rape or incest. Oklahoma, banded. Abortion is banded at the point of fertilization. South Dakota, Banded, abortion is banded with no exception for rape or incest. Tennessee, banded, abortion is banded with no exception for rape or incest. Texas, banded, abortion is banded with no exception for rape or incest. West Virginia, banded, nearly all abortions are banded as of September 16th, right? So, Wisconsin, banded. The state has a law firm, a law form before Roe that bans abortion with no exception for rape or incest, and it makes performing the procedure a felony. The Democratic governor and attorney general has filed a lawsuit and attempt to block the ban. Do you see where we're going, ladies? Do you understand, ladies and gentlemen, even the gentlemen? It could be your girlfriend, your fiance, your wife. You need to be aware of what's going on. Georgia, okay, gas national limit, six weeks. An abortion is banned after six weeks of pregnancy, after a court allowed a 2019 law to go into effect. Abortion right groups have sued to block the ban. Okay, Arizona, gastinational limit, 15 weeks, a state court temporary block enforcement of a 1864 law that banned abortion with no exceptions for rape or incest. A separate ban on an abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy is effective. Florida. 
gestational limit 15 weeks and abortion is banned after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Abortion providers and advocates have sued to block the ban. The state Supreme Court recognized the right to an abortion in the Constitution three decades ago, but the court has become more conservative with three of the seven judges appointed by the Republican governor. Utah, gas national limit 18 weeks. A judge blocked this state's trigger ban on almost every abortion, right? A ban on abortion after 18 weeks of pregnancy in effect. North Carolina, gas national limit 20 weeks. Abortion is banned at 20 weeks of pregnancy after a federal judge allowed an older law to go in effect. The governor has issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortions in North Carolina from laws in other states. Indiana, the ban blocked 22 weeks. A judge has blocked a ban on nearly all abortions while a lawsuit against it proceeds. The Indiana Supreme Court will hear oral arguments that case in January. North Dakota, ban block 22 weeks. A judge temporarily blocked a ban on nearly all abortions after the state sole abortion providing filed a lawsuit challenging the ban. Okay. It just Michigan ban blocked um, viability. The state has a law from before Roe that bans nearly all abortions, but has been blocked in state court. The Democratic governor has attorney general have said that they will enforce the ban. The governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortions in Michigan from laws in other states. Montana ban block viability. The legislature passed three anti-abortion laws in 2021, including a ban on abortion after 20 weeks of pregnancy, all of which have been blocked by a court since last year. The Montana Supreme Court has ruled that a constitution protects the right to an abortion. Ohio, ban block, 22 weeks. A, du- a judge and definitely blocked the state's ban on abortion after six weeks of pregnancy while a lawsuit against it proceeds. South Carolina, ban block, 22 weeks. A South Carolina Supreme Court temporarily blocked a ban and abortion after six weeks of a pregnancy. A lower court judge has allowed the ban to take an effect in June. Lawmakers are working on a bill that would ban or further restrict abortions. Wyoming, ban block, viability. A judge temporarily blocked in a ban or nearly all abortions on July 27th, the same day the ban was set to take effect. Colorado, legal but limited. No gastrointestinal limit. State law protects abortion, but in 1984, law prohibits using state funds to cover the cost of most abortions. In July, the governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortions in Colorado from laws in other states. Delaware, legal but limited uh, viability. State laws protects abortion and new law expands access to provides, but state funds cannot be used to cover the cost of procedures. Kansas, legal but limited, 22 weeks. The state Supreme Court ruled in 2019 that a pregnant woman's right to personal autonomy has protected in its constitution. And Kansas voted on August 2nd to reject a ballot measure that would have amended the state constitution to say it contains no right to an abortion. State funds cannot be used to cover the cost of most abortions, and the state has enacted multiple restrictions that limit access to the procedure. Nebraska, legal but limited. 22 weeks. A bill to enact trigger, but ban failed in the legislature earlier this year before the Supreme Court overturned Roe. The state has enacted multiple restrictions that limit access to the procedure, including a ban on abortion after 22 weeks. 
and state funds can't be used to cover the cost of most abortions. The governor said to August to said in August that he does not have enough votes to pass a more restrictive ban. Nevada, um, legal but limited, 24 weeks. State law protects abortion, but state funds can be used to cover the cost of most abortions. The governor issued an executive order, guys, to shield those seeking or providing abortions in Nevada from laws in other states. New Hampshire is legal, but is limited, 24 weeks. Abortions will most likely stay accessible, though it's not expressly protected by state law and state funds can't be used to cover the cost of most abortions and the state repelled a pre-row ban on abortions in 1997. Rhode Island is legal but limited. Um, viability, right? State law protects abortion, but state's funds cannot be used to cover the cost of most abortions. The governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortions and Rhode Island from laws in other states. Pennsylvania is legal but limited, 24 weeks. An abortion is not protected by state law. The state has enacted multiple restrictions that limit access to the procedure. And state funds can't be used to cover the cost of most abortions. Republicans control the state legislature, but the governor and the Democrat has voted, vetoed it, I'm sorry, vetoed it. Um, abortion restrictions. Sorry, guys. Tongue twister. The governor issued an executive order this year that shields those seeking or providing abortions in Pennsylvania from laws in other states. Virginia, legal but limited. Viability, abortion will most likely stay accessible, though it's not expressly protected by state law, and state funds cannot be used to cover the cost of most abortions. Split control of the state legislator may prevent significant changes until the next election in 2030. 2023. Washington, D.C. Legal but limited. No gastrational limit. Local law protects abortion throughout pregnancy. The city plans to um, bolster protections through Congress, ultimately overseeing the city's law. Congress prohibits the use of taxpayer funds to cover the cost of most abortions in the city. Right? Alaska is legal but no gastrational limit. The state Supreme Court has recognized a right to reproductive choice under its constitution. California is legal. Uh, viability is a state law protects abortion. The governor signed a bill to shield abortion protects providers from out-of-state bans. Voters will decide in November whether to adopt an amendment to protect abortion rights. Connecticut is legal and viability. The state law protects abortion, a law expanding which clinicians can provide abortions uh, took effect July 1st. And the law also shields both providers and patients from out-of-state law lawsuits, right? Hawaii is legal, is viability. The state law protects abortions and new law expands access to providers. Illinois is legal. Viability in the state Supreme Court has recognized abortion protections under its constitution and state law protects the procedure. Maine is legal and the state law protects abortion and the governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortions in Maine from laws in other states. Merlin is legal. State laws uh, protects abortion and new laws increases access to providers and insurance coverages, right? Massachusetts is legal. The Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court has recognized the right to abortion under the Constitution, recently enacted laws to protect abortions, and the governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortions and Massachusetts from laws in other states. Minnesota is legal. The state Supreme Court has recognized the right to an abortion under its constitution. The governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking 
or providing abortions in Minnesota from laws in other states. New Jersey is legal. State law protects abortions throughout pregnancy. And the governor has proposed making this state a sanctuary for those seeking the procedure. New Mexico, abortion will most likely stay accessible, though it's not expressly protected by the state law. The governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortions in New Mexico from laws in other states. New York is legal. State law protects abortion. Legislators also propose other uh, protections, including an amendment to the state constitution. Oregon, the state law protects abortion through pregnancy, and the legislator approved $15 million to support those seeking the procedure. Vermont, the state law protects abortion throughout pregnancy, and in November, voters will decide if the state constitution should include abortion protections. Washington, state law protects abortion, or recent laws expand access to providers, guys. So, what I will say, and I'll just break this down, the implications of overturning Roe versus Wade. Medication abortions demand for abortion pills and surgery, setting the stage of new legal battles. For now, it is still legal in most states to receive abortions, medications by mail, and pharmacies, risk violating federal civil right laws if they refuse to fill a prescription for abortion pill. OBGYN residency programs caught between state abortion bans and the need to train students, many medical residency programs across the country are facing a a treacherous choice between risking prosecution and losing their credibility and also their accreditation. Plan B and the wake of the Supreme Court is ruling many women are stocking up on so-called morning after pills and their different morning after pills, right? IVF is a legal expert says the end of Roe could make it easier to place restrictions on genetic testing storages and disposals of embryos created outside the womb, right? Contraceptive, guys, is the Food and Drug Administration first application for a birth control pill that would not require a prescription and has taken on a new meaning after the Supreme Court decision. And last but not least, self-managing abortions. In states that have banned abortion, some women are, are pursuing an unconventional workaround. They're seeking out the necessary know-how online and obtaining the medications without the supervision of a clinic or a physician. Guys, I just had a discussion and broke down state by state about the status of the abortion and the full details state by state. And the reason why I was tracking the states with the abortions and who has banned it and who had accepted it and who's in middle ground, because I want all people to realize what you need to do when November 8th comes. Next Tuesday, you need to roll, run, jump, hop and skip and get to your polling place and Choose that individual that has your back, your family's back, someone you know's back that's going to protect you during this time. Abortion laws has always been an issue. Abortion today seems to be something different than it was before. We're looking at abortion laws now and we're afraid, but we might have never was afraid 10 or 20 years ago. Let's have that fear we had then and have the fear we have now and take that fear to the polling place November 8th and do what we need to do, make the right decision, stand firm, stand up as a woman, stand up as a young woman, stand up as a matured woman, stand up and be a supporter as a husband, a fiance, a boyfriend, a friend, a mentor, and etc. November 8th matters. We want to stand firm, stand loud, and we want to be heard. People have said to me, am I going to speak about abortion on my platform? And I didn't know if I would or not. But now I decided that I want to stand up. I want to realize that not only is an issue for myself as a woman, 
is an issue for all women, okay? So stand with me and join with me November 8th and beyond because we're going to continue to have this conversation after election day about the abortion laws and what the next steps is as us as women standing firm. I thank you so much for listening into Rusty Moy. Um, the discussion of the hour has been an amazing journey for me and there will be episode 103 following 102. Thank you. Welcome, 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 guys. I thank you so much for listening in and joining your favorite podcaster, children's author, and much, much more, Rusty Moy, your host of the hour on election day. Guys, on election day, we have to exercise our right. We got to get out there to the polling place and we must do it because if we don't, who will? So if you haven't got out there, you got time. Let's get there and let's voice it. In this evening's episode, I'm going to have episode 101. Here are the places where abortion is on the ballot. In one way or another, this week, guys. If you haven't been following what's been going on and you haven't been aware, I want to help you today and give you the ideas and the concepts before it's too late. Abortion ranks among voters' top issues for the 2022 midterms, which is very important. The question for Democrats are, who are in historically uncomfortable position as the party in charge of the White House and facing growing concerns about inflation and the rest is the economy? Is to what degree the energy unleashing by the summary of USA Supreme Court decisions overturning Roe versus Wade can be harnessed at the polls and to what extent that energy can overcome voters' economic worries. Guys, Republicans, meanwhile, are primarily focusing on voters' concerns about the economy, inflation, and crime. In some cases, they aren't attempting to distance themselves from some of the most severe abortion restrictions that have taken effect since the summer of Dobbin versus Jackson Women's Health Organization decisions. And here I want to dive in a little bit more about the abortions and the ballots and what we should know. Supporters of the abortion rights saw a major and large unforeseen victory in Kansas, guys. During August, when voters in red states resoundingly rejected a ballot initiative that would have added language stating that the state constitution contains no protections for abortion rights. But that was just six weeks after the Dobbins decisions was released. Guys, the issue is a ballot in several more states for the midterm election, including anti-abortion measures in Montana and the measures of in California and Vermont that were explicitly protected abortion rights in those states and constitutions. Here is I will dive into Michigan. It was likely that most watched that abortion-related ballot measure, and voters are considering a citizen-led effort to amend Michigan's constitution to protect abortion rights. The Michigan Supreme Court allowed the initiative process to move forward after Republicans led an effort to block the amendment for going forward with voters. Okay, Kentucky hoping to re replicate their victory in Kansas in abortion rights. Supporters in Kentucky have hired Rachel Sweet who had led successful oppositions to the amendment in Kansas to run their campaign against a similar ballot measure in Kentucky. So when we think of 
control of state governments. The overturning of Roe since the question of abortion back to the states, it makes the state legislators and governors extremely important in determining the laws and the policies that regulate the procedure. Governor races with mixed parties control will be key particularly in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Kansas, where Democratic governors have fought efforts to impose reconstructive abortion laws. And Wisconsin, where providers have stopped performing abortions while a pre-Roe ban is being litigated. Litigated, guys. Um, I'm sorry, I have a tongue, tongue twister there. And combine it with Joe... Tony Evers, a Democratic, is facing a challenge from Republicans. Tim Michaels. Michaels recently promised that he would never arrest a doctor despite the support for abortion bans with limited acceptations. Okay. Michigan Governor Richard Whitman led a successful legal fight to block the state's pre-Roe ban and the long-term future of abortion rights will hinge largely on the outcome of both the state ballot initiative and Whitmer's race against Republican Tudor Dixon, who opposes abortion rights. And then when you get down to North Carolina, you have the control of the state government is divided between Governor Roy Cooper, a Democrat, and a Republican-controlled legislator, while Cooper is not facing a re-election this year. So Democrats fear Republicans can gain a supermajority in the state legislature with the ability to pass abortion bans without the governor's signature. Mr. Butler, president of Emily's List, which works to elect female candidates to support abortion rights, said the Republican uh, supermajority in North Carolina would have implications for people in the entire southeast region of the country, where abortions are already significantly restricted in many states. In 21, Cooper vetoed legislation that would have prohibited abortions based on a prenatal Down syndrome diagnosis. Right. So across the country's advocates also have target races that often operate relatively below the radar, but could significantly implicate for regulations of abortion. State judicial races are getting attention in Ohio and Kansas, for example, and abortion law advocates increasingly appeal to state constitutions and legal challenges to abortion bans. And some states advocacy groups also have been focusing on race for attorney general and even local prosecutors, positioning the whole authority to decide whether and how to enforce abortion restrictions, guys. So with a short commercial break, I'm going to talk a little bit about the control of Congress and give you a little bit of insight of what's going on and the tea. So don't go anywhere. Continue on with your favorite podcaster, Rusty Moy. If you just joined in listening to Rusty Moyne, don't allow this to be your last episode. On this platform, we're talking about, most importantly, abortion, the midterm election, and the economy, inflation, infrastructure, and what we need to understand of what's going on in front of us versus what's behind us, guys. So, if you want to be ahead of the curve and listen to a podcaster that's going to give you the tea, but most importantly, the realistic tea, then feel free to join in.
Welcome, welcome, welcome. I thank you so much for listening in to Rusty Moy on this wonderful, amazing election day for the midterm 2022. We're here, we're back, and we're at it again. And we must get out there because we still have time to exercise our right. In episode 101, here are the places where abortion is on the ballot in one way or another this week. Guys, I got to give you the tea because if I don't give you the tea, you might have missed it. And I don't want you to miss out just before the polling places close. And this is very important. Continuing on, the control of Congress advocates on both sides of the abortion debate, which we're likely to see national legislations on the issue. Abortion rights supporters have been pushing for passage of Women's Health Protection Act designed to codify Rose Protection and federal laws. The legislation passed in House last year in a largely symbolic vote that had lacked the voters to overcome the Senate, which was filibustering. Okay, guys? So, abortion rights supporters have been pushing for passage of women's health and the protection of the issue. Okay? It's been a push. It's been a pull. It's been a tug in war. And anti-abortion groups are supporting legislation proposed by South Carolina Republican Sin Lindsey Graham to ban the procedure nationwide at 15 weeks. So Merlin Musgrave, vice president of the governor affairs, uh, pro-life America said without a nationwide abortion ban, people will continue to travel from state with restrictions to those with more liberal abortion laws. So for example, California would be an abortion destination and it would be likely that abortion tourism will be Musgrave, okay? which was said. So Musgrave said, most likely that we're, to, we're going to flip the House and Senate into Republican hands, which we all know. So President Biden has promised that he would veto any such anti-abortion legislation that might pass while he's in office. But pro-choice American President Minnie Tamandro said that it would be too close to comfort. Okay, we certainly don't want to let it uh, get that far. That's a bad precedent, said um, this uh, President Minnie Tabongo. Okay, we're absolutely not going to let it get to the point that is our goal, right? So I want to just get into just one more thing that's pressing that I think we should keep in mind when we are just thinking about the whole issue, but not so much about the inflation, but more so the abortion. So abortion versus inflation. So it's hopeful that abortion rights will be top of mind for voters, most importantly. And what many political observers are suggesting may be a difficult midterm for Democrats, right? Voters are whole people that carry whole selves into the ballot boxes, right? And what we have experienced as a nation is that our economy has, you know, flowed in different ways. But once our fundamental freedoms are taken away, we don't know if we're going to be able to get that back. So keep that in mind. I, re I reiterate, we don't know if we are going to be able to get that back. Our fundamental freedoms once it's taken away. To at that end, a coalition of national abortion right groups is spending $150 million towards this campaign this season, right? along with hundreds of millions more in abortion-focused ads from Democratic candidates themselves. Meanwhile, the SBA Pro-Life America says that the group Women Speak Out PAC 
has contacted 8 million voters nationwide on behold of the anti-abortion rights and candidates are relatedly valid measures. So, on this election evening, the bris air, and we're rolling into the polling places. We're thinking about a few things. We're thinking about some of us, the economy, um, which we have literally no control over. Inflation, we have no control over. Is beyond our control, right? Um, we're thinking of crime, but do we have a lot of control over that as individuals rolling into a polling place? No. But the abortions, we know and we know how we feel as an individual, right? We know how we feel, what we've been hearing, what we've been seeing, what we've been reading. But most importantly, we know what we have experienced. We know what our friend has experienced. We know what our sisters have experienced. Our cousins have experienced. But most importantly, are we thinking about democracy? Are we thinking about that? Does that even come to mind anytime when we're thinking about the midterm elections? 2022 about the democracy right the democracy now right what's going on in the nation of endowment for democracy has that even came across our minds or the world's democracies of can't america fix itself is that like a conversation across contingent reveals alarm over the United States direction as it slides away from the ideals it once pressed our nation to adopt. Has it? When you think of a democracy, is that something as a voter that should be in your mind? Absolutely. In 22, 23, 24, it should be. It should be something that you stand and say, this is it, right? But I want to say this. I want to leave you with this. There's a parable. There's something I want to, this laying on me that I must express on this um, election Tuesday, just before the polling places will close. For most of the world, the USA midterms are more little more than a blip but they are another data point on what some see as a trend line of trouble, right? Especially in countries that have found ways to strengthen their de democratic processes, right? Interviews with scholars, officials, and voters revealing alarming the United States seem to be doing the opposite and sliding away from its core ideals, right? But I'm going to dive a little bit more, guys. And I won't hold you because I know you're trying to run out to the polling places. Several critics of America's direction cited the January 6th riots, right? A violent rejection of, I mean, you know, the democracy and insistence on the peaceful transfers of power, right? Others expressed concerns about states erecting barriers to voting after the record turnout that resulted from the widespread earlier and the absentee votings during the pandemic. 
A few said they were worried that the Supreme Court was falling prey to party politics like uh, jurisdictions and, and nations and struggling to establish independent courts. And that's what was said. But let's not worry about what was said during pandemic. Let's worry about what's going on in 22. Abortion, right? We're thinking about inflation, right? We're thinking about the economy. We think about crime. But let's think about democracy. Let's have that in our mind. Let's understand what's pressing. But most importantly, I'm going to restamp this statement. Conversations across the continents reveal alarming over the United States direction. As it slides away from the ideals it once pressed our nations to adopt. The world of democracies. But will we fix it? Or is it fixable? Or, I'm going to ask this in my polling, why can't America fix it itself? And I want to know what you guys are thinking, how you feel, and I'm going to just put it in the polling just to get your ideas and concepts. I thank you so much for listening in to Rusty Moy, but I want you to keep these things in mind. Democracy, abortion. That's what's pressing. That's our issue. That's what we need to understand that's going to matter one way or another. We deal with crime every single day. Forever, it's been crime. People have been poor probably for a very long time and continuously been poor and going to be poor. Had financial issues way before inflation. But abortion and democracy is something we need to look into. Thank you guys so much for listening in to Rusty Moines. On this platform, we have discussions about education. As a children's author, I stand firm with education, but I stand against bullying. There's a lot of people being bullied beyond the classroom. You could be bullied in the workplace. You could be bullied in your home. You could be bullied in your community. Bullying can go beyond in many perspectives, but I stand against it. But most importantly, I'm a podcaster and author that is willing to join hands to help save, promote, develop, create, but most importantly, give nothing but honest, clean tea on this channel. So if you want to be a part of something great, Don't be afraid to click that button.